Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast. Do I sound loud or weird? No, I don't think so. No. Why? Okay. It might just be my headphones. I sound like I'm underwater. I don't hear it. No? It's normal? No. Yes. Okay. This is uh, Monday, <laughs> August the 30th. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Hello. Welcome everyone to the podcast. We're here on episode three of What If, What If the World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes. This is directed by Brian Andrews and written by AC Bradley and Matthew Chauncey. Yeah. I like that. Chauncey. Chauncey. Um, the first two, I felt like we're like, um, what if something happened changed just one character? Yeah. And this episode was more of like a, a scenario. I think it was a one time thing but if we get into it, it's kind of before the story actually started okay you get it now i guess it's a butterfly effect we never really saw that butterfly moment in the series all right it's a it's more of like a mystery episode yes totally yeah and it's like remember these moments in marvel mcu history we haven't tread this water enough no. we have re- redone this enough with our end game remember and all these that? scenes in old movies these specific lines let's, are taken from those movies let's yeah go back to it <laughs> gonna make these actors say the same words Um, speaking of those actors, returning to reprise their roles, mm-hmm. uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Jeremy Renner as uh, Clint Barton Hawkeye, Tom Hiddleston came back as Loki, and um, spoiler alert, Michael Douglas came back as Hank Pym. Oh, okay. And then also Mark Ruffalo came back as Edward Norton. As Edward Norton. <laughs> He's doing his best Edward Norton impression. Yeah. <laughs> but the other characters that are in old MCU movies and came back for this, they're, oh, I guess they didn't come back. They're not by the real movie actors they're different voice actors all the other ones yeah um Uh like uh black widows featured a lot in this episode it's not scarlett johansson yes i mean i think we've had that already so far where someone's not doing their role in the movies Mm -hmm. but i was wondering is this possibly because of the whole lawsuit going on that's way before they probably all filmed this huh oh yeah yeah about It's not that hard to just replace her, though. If it's just because of the voice, I mean, just the voice. I feel like they should have maybe just had voice actors do all of this because you could probably pay them less. I don't know. Uh, yeah, impersonators. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like this dropped last Wednesday, right? Yes. They could have got someone on Tuesday just to read all the lines. Just do it. Just, I was free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel as Black Widow, Natasha Romano. <laughs> Also returning for a long time. Uh, well, I guess she was, he was in Captain Marvel, but Clark Gregg as Agent Phil Coulson back again. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's on the the TV show for a while. Is that MCU though? It is. Yes. No, you I don't you think always so. just brush these TV shows under the I rug. Think, I think they're all still. I think they started like that, and then they're like, let's just not. Well, they definitely connected the tissue in the beginning, but after a while, yeah, they're just then... like. I think you're wrong. I think they're all still connected. I think that at first it was like, yeah, it's connected. And then later, like, we don't like this. So let's say it's not. And it's a what if. You know what? I think Christopher doesn't like this. So we're going <laughs> to disconnect it. We asked one guy. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, this episode starts off with them forming the Avengers Initiative, just like they did in the movies. And I guess it started in kind of like Iron Man 2. Right. The the whole, uh, there was an idea of mm-hmm. a team of Avengers. Yep. <laughs> um, and of course, it's an Avengers 2 near that gigantic donut. Yeah. Uh, that's in SoCal. That's in SoCal, right. And we're, visit- we're visiting Tony Stark and Nick Fury, Black Widow, are uh, trying to recruit him onto the team. Right. Remember, this is... Tony Stark in Iron Man 2, he's kind of uh, dying. Mm-hmm. Like the shrapnel in his chest is slowly killing him still. I believe this is him using a different arc reactor, but the metal is poisoning his blood. Something like that, yeah. He's looking for a new one. He hasn't found 
the new metal yet. Uh, in the movie, he invents a new element. Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> I mean, down the road, he invents time travel, so it's not that <laughs> far off. Um, to help him, kind of temporarily cure him, Natasha injects him with like this, I don't know, what is it, painkiller or whatever it is, right? Right, something to alleviate the symptoms. Mm. It works out fine in the movies. Yeah, definitely helps. Not in this episode, though. No, once it injects into his blood, he like... Falls down flat, dead. And that's it. He's yeah. gone. He's gone. Uh, Tony's <laughs> Black Widow is a murderer. Yep. She's now like apprehended by S.H.I.E.L.D. We see um, Rumlow here, played by Frank Grillo. Right. And they're like arresting Natasha. Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. Okay, they're the same person. Sure. Uh, like believes her. Like you didn't do it. So we're going to figure out what's going on, right? Yes. There's even a quick moment where uh, he hands off the needle to her. Yeah. And she has to go like take that to someone to like figure out investigate it so she is like thrown in the back of a truck she's just handcuffed but of course she like knocks all of them out it's like 12 guys in there pretty easily i mean she's a skilled uh spy right mm-hmm. meanwhile nick fury and i th- guess colson a lot of the the shield people are surrounded around the crash site of mjornor yeah remember in uh, thor one so there's another thing is these are all kind of connected into like one week i did not know these movies happened over one week oh really yeah did you know that yeah oh <laughs> I did not know that. I just just did not put that together. It was all in like seven days. The end credit of Iron Man 2 was Phil Coulson arriving in New Mexico for Mjolnir. Yeah. That was the post-credit scene. So okay. it happens like same time. That one's believable. But the other ones like... Also, I didn't know how long that hammer was there. It could have been there for like a full month before oh, Thor no, arrived. I don't think it was only there for a little bit. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So it looks... I don't want to see the animation. Mm-hmm. It looks just like the movie. Okay. Like the really? rainy scene and... Thor is like they're like sneaking into the base and taking out some guys, the yeah. guards. I'm like, it's like from far away, this could be just the movie. If you're squinting, if the yeah. rain is hard enough, you can like, <laughs> oh, this is part of the movie. Yeah, I believe it. And yeah, it is night. Uh, so Coulson's like, this guy's majestic. He's like breaking in, trying <laughs> to find supposedly the the hammer but could he be an ally or not maybe we don't know yet at this mm-hmm. point so hawkeye jumps into that crane thing and he's like i'll aim at him and if you tell me to shoot him i'll shoot him right but nick Fury's like no don't i want to see what happens don't shoot him no matter what you do don't kill him right right hold back once thor gets close to the hammer hawkeye accidentally lets go of an arrow when it goes straight into thor's chest he's dead from one arrow yeah is that how strong hawkeye's arrows are would kill Thor, I a think god. At this point, he is like banished from Asgard and he's just a guy. Oh, it's that whole thing. Yeah. I see. Like like in the comic books where he's like, you're gonna live as a human. Yeah. This is what happens in Thor One pretty much. Okay, okay. I didn't know he was that flimsy at this point. Yeah, and I even remember the scene in the movie. He tries to lift a hammer and he can't. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, forgot that. I could not get past the uh, the weird wig. I'm, you know, I can't get past these weird wigs. This one was notoriously bad because they really? dyed his eyebrows too to make it the same color. It was off. Mm, okay. Watch it again, I'll yeah. tell you. It, but it smells like lavender. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so he kills Thor. Yeah. He doesn't even get a chance to lift the hammer. Same thing that happens to Hawkeye that happened to Black Widow. They like arrest him, throw him in like a, a cell. And they're saying like, why would he do this? Did he turn or whatever? And they're like, no, he wouldn't turn. He's got a family and kids. Right. And they, Nick Fury goes in to question him. And now he's dead. He just falls to the ground, right? Not even talking or anything. Okay. Now with that gone, we're following Natasha now. She pays a visit to Betty Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, this is around uh, Edward Norton's Hulk, right? And we're paying right. a visit. 
Um, but Betty's kind of does not want to talk to Natasha at all, saying, like, Sheila's been here already. You yeah. can go on your marry. There's nothing to talk about anymore. I know why you're here, really, to try to find Bruce. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to help you, right? Yes. But she's there, actually, for her help to investigate the needle. Right. We take a look at it under a microscope, and uh, she indicates it looks like something was shot out of the needle, not a, not any fluid. The fluid didn't mm-hmm. even come out or something. It's, like, broken on the tip. Yeah, like a ballistic was blown out of it. Yeah. And then she's saying, like, oh, who could have done this or whatever and she then gets a call from nick fury oh yeah saying like you don't want to hear this i got bad news clint is dead yeah barn's gone and clint is the one that like saved natasha brought her to the good side oh that's right it's a good point right uh converted her mm-hmm. so she's devastated um but uh luckily they're they're looking out it seems like everyone's someone's going for the avengers team the avengers mm-hmm. initiative everyone on the line barton and natasha were on the list and uh i obviously iron man is gone now so it mm-hmm. looks like the other people might be targets on the team. Another one on the list is, of course, Bruce Banner. Right. And he's in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) He's hiding in there. And he comes out. And this is the same time when, like, the military show up, because this is events of Incredible Hulk. They're hunting him. And General Ross is there. Right. He looks a lot younger here, even (laughs) more than in the movies. They're actually (laughs) believable. And uh, so there's, like, mayhem. Like, the army is trying to find uh, the Hulk, right? Right. The thing is, Natasha is here now. All the while, it sounds like Loki shows up. Right Right at the the base of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Looking for the Thor, because he's dead now, looking for the killer of Thor, right? Right. Arriving with hordes of these Asgardian soldiers. All of them. Apparently, like, he is, like, in charge now. Loki is. Yeah, so what happened to Odin's son? O- Odin, I mean, did he just die at this point and was never saved by Thor or something? Uh, I don't know. I think the he, was, he was still in charge, but, like, yeah. okay. you know, Odin doesn't go out. He I sends see. his kids out. He sits in his throne. And yeah. He's too old for that now. Right. Okay. Um, He's saying, like, you know, I'm gonna kill whoever killed my brother, and anyone's, like, in my way, I'm gonna kill them, too. Right. Yeah. And he he uses that uh, box thing, which is like the power of like Jotunheim or whatever. Yeah. From the frost giants. Yeah. And he like freezes everything around. It's a desert. He's in New Mexico. Right. But he's like shooting ice everywhere. Like he almost builds a fortress of ice. Right. Right. Uh, Nick is like... Well, I'm on your side. They took two of mine, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're as much as my enemy as they are to you. It's not the same, though. How so? It's like two humans and an Asgardian. It's not equal. Okay. <laughs> How do you equate it that way? They're gone. Thor has them. been alive for thousands of years. He's, I think he's like 1,500 years he's old. He's some kind of point. idiot at this point, too. I'm just saying, like, come on, two guys. One of them used to be a villain. <laughs> Uh, Hawkeye never misses a bullseye. Okay. Okay. Except for once. <laughs> uh, so I'm just saying two for one, it's still not even. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're on the same side from okay. Nick's point of view. And Loki then's like, okay, I'll give you 24 hours yeah. till, till like sunrise. Right. To, or sunrise. To bring me the killer or I'll just kill everybody. <laughs> so we're just going to hang out that, that ice base he makes, right? Mm-hmm. Waiting it out. Uh, at this point now, back at where Hulk and Natasha are, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the scene in the movie. This is a cool scene. One of the best scenes in a bad movie. <laughs> It was when they're on that like catwalk thing or like walkway pathway of glass. Oh, yeah. And they shoot smoke in there, right? The military does. And you can't see it. But in the smoke, Bruce turns into the Hulk and then like busts out through the glass. Nice. Okay. Was this where they're using those gigantic tanks with sound waves or is that the other Hulk movie? No, this was in that movie too. But it's a different time? They just weren't in the 
this episode for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Those were super cool. I thought like if they can't hurt him with ballistics and, and bullets or whatever, that's pretty smart to use sound. Yeah. To keep him at bay at least. Well, they, they didn't need it this time. Yeah. I mean, they were still trying to shoot him down, but Natasha jumps out of the way when Betsy tries to stop the general, right? Right. And then just out of nowhere, uh, he eats the wrong candy from Willy Wonka and he blows <laughs> up, right? He goes gigantic, yeah. poofy and he, explodes. But he explodes like green smoke. <laughs> That like, was weird. There's no guts or blo- bones or blood. It's like poof, green, everything. I guess you don't know what he's made of in, inside of there. He <laughs> was like the marshmallow man in there. Totally. Yeah. So another potential Avenger dead. Yes. And now Natasha has to like go on her own. She's being hunted by S.H.I.E.L.D. Still, yeah. So she goes like to a library and uses like a computer to do more research or something. Google is always the answer, right? Yeah. She's just Googling stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Incognito mode. Uh, okay. So. They can't find her. Spy. She's a spy at the end of the day. Smart. Smart. Um, doing the research, she's like, somebody passed away two years ago, but it's still like mm-hmm. out and about or somehow. Using access to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. to get information or whatever. Yeah. And then she hears something behind her. And then we see her turn around and from her point of view, she's like talking to that person. And then and then they get into like a fight, but it looks like she's fighting like a ghost. Right. She's being like tossed around, mm-hmm. being launched to the roof of the building. All the bookcases are falling around her yeah so she's like how do i how the heck do i fight this thing right but mm. then she uh gets on a phone call saying it's hope it's all hope yeah and this is the only message that nick fury gets mm-hmm. so he's sitting at the diner and he's just listening to this thing over and over again and colson's like we only have like four more hours to figure this out otherwise like the asgardians are gonna attack oh right yeah um so nick goes to pay a visit to the asgardians down the road in that ice mountain right uh in a and he's like talks to the destroyer like let me talk to your boss right destroyer looks cool he's pretty cool he lights up a bit but yeah. no actual action right in right. this episode um i think at this point he's kind of figured out who it is oh really yeah i think so with the phone call and everything because he's coming up with a plan now okay um and so after the conversation supposed conversation right mm-hmm. he goes and uh confronts uh actually he goes to the cemetery right to find hope van dyne's grave i think this is in like san francisco because you could see like i think the golden gate in the background Yes, it is. And yeah, it's Hope Van Dyne's. She's dead in this universe. Right, already. Mm-hmm. On her grave, it says Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. So she not only is dead, but she was working for Nick Fury. Yeah, an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out of the smoke, out of the fog, arrives Hank Pym in his uh, yellow jacket costume. Right. Pretty badass. Not Ant-Man. No. And he looks like deranged, like his hair's all messed up and like baggy eyes. Right. And he's like barking at Nick Fury, like, she died for your movement, your your cause. Yeah. And it was just all, all a ploy to use uh, her, to use her, right? Because... Yeah. Uh, Apparently, her mother was also Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. I think they both were. Yeah. Just like in the Ant-Man movie. But he used, like, his mom's, her mom's death to, like, convince her to join S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Mm, okay. And then she dies. I wonder if she was on the list before she died on, on the Avengers Ooh, Initiative. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. But this leads to Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym, wanting to kill Nick Fury, and they get into a fight. But Nick Fury is, like, one step ahead everywhere. Yeah, super fast. Like, he's doing, like, somersaults to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hank Pym is 
he's like losing out. He doesn't know why. And then <laughs> it's like, how are you doing this? Somehow, like Nick Fury disappears for a second, even. Yeah. And then he appears everywhere. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And then this is when it's revealed that it's not actually Nick Fury. It's the god of mischief the whole time. Is Loki. Mm-hmm. All this, all this time, and uh, they they apprehend Hank Pym pretty easily using Asgardian mm-hmm. powers. And so all the as the Asgardian soldiers arrive too, and to keep him captive. Right. And so they they've got a handle on them, but. Uh, after this is all gone, Loki does not want to go back to Asgard. Yes. He's like, well, I'm already here. And it's funny because the episode takes place over a week, right? There's always like these big titles of what day it is. Yeah. And it's like by Friday, it only took one day. Like Asgard took over the world. <laughs> Pretty easily. I guess the, uh, the mightiest Avengers were not there to, you know, keep them yeah. at bay this whole mm-hmm. time. So it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. So Nick Fury is like, okay, well, the initial lineup was dead, but I could still recruit some leftovers and f- form the Avengers to stop Loki now. Okay. So, uh... He's got some uh, heavy hitters left on the table. Mm-hmm. He does uh, go to Captain America's crash site to find his right. frozen body. Yeah. I think he just wants the shield. That's it? He's like, I just need the shield, though. I already have a captain. He just needs the vibranium, right? <laughs> And then that's when uh, Brie Larson shows up. <laughs> in the background, yeah. So yeah. He's, he's lost all these Avengers, but he's still got two captains. That's She says, like, so where's the fight? And that's what um, that's what Bucky says to T'Challa when Bucky gives him a new arm Ooh, in okay. Infinity War. The Easter egg there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so initially, the, if, if this kind of like episode was supposed to be what would happen if the Avengers died, right? But this is like the same lineup that was going to be the Avengers. Okay. Then Nick Fury's avengers if they didn't die was only going to be iron man hulk black widow and hawkeye so thor was not on the table because they didn't know he existed they didn't know he existed right yeah, yeah. he just shows up because of the hammer and captain america at this point was never discovered yet he was still frozen at the end of the episode so it was only those four. Oh wow that's a pretty weak squad mm. <laughs> i guess avengers he has a whole list and then he's like i got this team i can stop here i'll let those other guys arrest two of them don't have superpowers in that i'm list. talking about the other list like yeah, i think he has more on the list he never revealed Oh, that's think my so. thinking. That's my mm. theory. Because every all the other Avengers, like up to like Endgame now, were added in by the current Avengers, not by Nick Fury. You mean by slowly they get recruited or like happenstance? Like they're Falcon the enemy. joined because Captain America was there, and like Rhodey joined because Iron Man brought him in. Two of them were like you know mm. made by Hydra, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> So Nick Fury is really only bringing in like Natasha, Hawkeye, Tony, and then they try to get Bruce. And then if you count Captain Marvel by the end of Endgame. Yeah, there you go. They were like, we don't need Captain Marvel. Let her do her space thing. Yeah. So she was on the list though. She was on the list, but she was like emergency contact. You think so? (laughs) Uh, I think I think he had a long list. He just didn't reveal it. Do you think there's more on his list? Well, at this point, if we're thinking about it, so he still knows about like the Kree, right? And like the the sure. people up above. Maybe he has some people in space he has in mind that he didn't mm. reveal yet. Okay. He's got a long storied past. We've seen him super young in Captain Marvel. There's like something on his list we don't know about. Yeah. Well, this is how the episode ends. Yeah. I, I like the episode because it was like a mystery. That's what I liked about it. I With the mystery thing, it kind of feels like original sin, that comic book line. Right, yeah. Right, there's actual point where he's in a diner talking mm-hmm. to Coulson. Yeah. So that was a part in original sin too, like that setting at least. Right. Um. So maybe there's a connection there. But That's, that's the diner in Thor 1 where Thor is like, oh, this is this drink is good. I'll have another. And he like smashes the mug. Right, right. right. Same, same diner. So maybe they were like building off that idea. 
Because some of these yeah. are not what-if stories. They're just stories that they're making into what-if things. Right, yeah. Marvel Comics ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think we saw much of this in the like the previews. Because like, I didn't know this was going to be an episode. Like this kind of like synopsis. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm, I wonder how many more episodes are going to come that I have no clue about. Or like there was no hint at. There's only like three more left, right? No, I, th- I thought there was a lot more. Is there a lot more? I thought there was also six. Maybe I'm wrong. I okay. think there might be nine. There's a lot more? Okay. I'm happy to hear that. There's maybe... maybe more connected tissue there maybe i'm wrong maybe there's only three more okay okay yeah this was good i liked um i like see i do i mean though we make fun of it i do like seeing moments from the old movies really especially like the ones that are not like really ones i rewatch, like iron man 2 incredible hulk yeah. I don't really care about those, but to see it again in a different way was pretty cool. I don't think I've ever rewatched The Incredible Hulk or even the other really? Hulk too. Yeah. Are you going to rewatch it now that Shang-Chi's coming out because of Abomination? I don't think I need to. <laughs> I mean, it is, I'm curious how big of that cameo is for Abomination in Shang-Chi. I bet it's one scene. I think it's just that fight. Even, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that too. Mm-hmm. There was an Easter egg, remember at the end of that movie or maybe the other one where like the guy gets super smart and his brain is like... Oh, I don't think that's MCU though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's Eric Bana's Hulk. Just take that anyways. <laughs> was it Eric Bana's Hulk? I thought it was this one because it that's the same way that uh oh, Abomination was created. Oh yeah, it just dripped on his head. It drips on his head, yeah. And his head becomes super strong. He <laughs> <laughs> just head butts everybody. <laughs> yeah. I I wonder what else is coming. I know some things, like uh, obviously from the trailer, like there's one where like Spider-Man has Doctor Strange's cape, yeah, so whatever that is. Still to see Marvel zombies coming up, yeah. But if there's like, if I am correct, if there's like six more, there's like four, three or four that I have no idea what they're about. I'm wondering if like some of these characters are going to reuse again. I think are we going to have more Iron Man? We have to write because we didn't get that Killmonger oh, Iron right. Man there's scene. A Killmonger one, yeah. Right, so it needs to be connected. So this seems to be the one that we're talking about. We didn't know which one was centered on Natasha. Was, I guess it was this one. I think this was my least favorite so far. I like the other. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the other two better. I yeah, they're different. They're very different. I think my favorite is still Captain Carter one, the first one. Really? Yeah, I like the action in that one and like the setting. And I did like the second one, but I feel like the second and third are the same level of quality as far as like just totally different though, like ideas. But like my enjoyment level of both are the same. I still enjoy the first one a lot more. I like. I feel that way about the second one. I think it's oh, really? leagues better than the other two. Mm. That's how I feel about it. I think some silly stuff in the second one threw me a little bit. Like, um, good Thanos. I was just like, okay, this is okay, but I'm. It's not my bag. I think it's establishing that thing where what if is meant to be a little bit ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I think you're kind of moments of that in all of these. I thought that was great because these what ifs are made to finish by the end of the story. Yeah. How how long are these? Do Half you know? an hour. Half an hour. Because mm-hmm. it does feel compressed. Yeah. This one definitely because it's a lot of movies. Yeah. Combined together. That one was just to spin off one movie. I guess there's some indications of like Infinity War stuff. But the way um, the the dialogue is, there's like no silent beat in between each sentence. Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> like one person asks a question and the other person answers like right after. There's no moment. Yeah. I guess there's no build-up, right? Yeah, they, it's they, just they like, need to rush these. Yeah, it's kind of rushed a little bit. The, the the movement of the scenes feels rushed. I agree with that. I've noticed yeah. that. Noticed that too with the other episodes. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'm enjoyed still. Yeah, I, I, it's still good and it's easy to watch. It's like consumable. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, I Whereas like the other some ones. other shows like are almost an hour. You're like uh, looking for the connective tissue or how it's gonna lead into the next thing. Mm-hmm. These are kind of just one and done stories. I'm yeah. wondering if the connective tissue is ever gonna be uh, a big. 
think maybe towards the end of the series are they going to be more because that's how wanda was like each episode there is of course some uh you're gonna want to see what happens but the right. different eras made them feel like separate stories a bit mm-hmm. i see what you're saying so at, at, at the end of this he is finding captain america frozen under right oh yeah and that's captain america's shield it's a star under there but at the end of captain carter's episode she shows up a la tesseract with her getup which is like the shield is the british union jacket yeah right? mm-hmm. so it's like are those the same universe? Are we going to see Captain America and Captain Carter side by side? Because she now went to a different, into this universe? Oh, right. So that must have been a separate universe this whole time. And also in the one we saw, the ending of episode one, mm. Barton was there too to say hello to Captain Carter. So that must have been not related to this it one. It could be before the events of this one, which oh, it you was. Think so? That was episode one. This is episode three. It's later. <laughs> <laughs> if so, facto. Uh <laughs> We have to see. I mean, the, wouldn't he call her up too? She's yeah. super strong. Yeah, that's true. I just imagine so. What if the okay? If I'm trying to connect all episodes now, what if the big threat of the whole season is uh, ego? Because he comes down to Earth and meets Peter, right? Right. And what if he convinces him to join him? Like the whole point of, of Guardians too, as they would take over the war, the universe. That's what I'm saying. He didn't have his buddies to help fend off ego. When, yeah, uh, he has a sucky job. Right, Dairy Queen. Yeah, he would, he would totally sign up for being his dad's secondhand man right right if you have no other space powers it's like that or janitor <laughs> i'll sure i'll take over half of the universe or all the universe whatever yeah i yeah i, I enjoyed it i wonder what the next episode's gonna be mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be the killmonger is my guess uh, i have no idea uh i think they're gonna say that spider-man stuff for down the road because mm. maybe they're closer to the end closer to the the, the end um and uh, just closer to maybe the release of the movie i don't know yeah i mean the movie's still like end of the year that's true that's far away yeah yeah all right uh i enjoyed it a lot i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you did why don't you subscribe to the reader copy recap just look up reader copy in your podcast app and uh, hit subscribe find us on all the social medias like instagram facebook and twitter you can find us at the reader copy podcast We'll be back in two days on Wednesday with our regular show. You'll want to miss it. But until then, Daniel, do you have an outro for this? I don't. Okay, then. Perfect. That's the perfect outro. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs) 